Hi, and you are flipping awesome for tuning in today. Thank you so much. Welcome. We've got a great program for you today. We've got our first guest speaker. We're here every Thursday at 1 p.m. to talk about business and business life and all the bits in between. It's just a bit of light-hearted business fun. Grab a coffee and join us each week. So how's your week been, Kim? Yeah, it's been it's been really good, thank you. It's been um actually got to go out for lunch yesterday with a friend for their birthday, and it just reminded me that we can still get out and connect, uh, which is which has been really, really nice. Um I should just explain to anybody watching, if you see me doing this, it's not because I'm not interested. I'm on the uh, chat box today. So please do join us, please do share with us your thoughts and comments and any questions you've you've got that you'd like us to get answered. But it's been a great week. Thank you. Um, Sam, how's your week been? Well, I can't believe it's Thursday, one o'clock, Business Blondes time already. This week <laughs> has just flown by. Um, but yeah, I, I suppose that tells me that I've been having fun because if it's flown by, I've been having lots of fun. It's been a really busy coaching week, which is what I love. So that's why it's been fun. Um, a lot of resilience, a lot of people talking about the circle of influence, which is the famous Stephen Covey's uh habit one and yeah that's that's been a great reminder for me actually i shared that only yesterday just to focus on the things that we can influence and we can control yeah that's great good advice there sam and penny how are you doing yeah good i think um this week i have really noticed a lot of momentum in the market incredible actually um i'm also I have to say, there's some people that I think are still in scarcity mode. Um, but, you know, there is, there seems to be a lot of people wanting to spend money to improve their business and self-develop and develop their business. And so I think my message would be, you know, there is money flopping around. I mean, everybody's investing in their future now. And I think that's, that to me has been really exciting. And we've just launched something and people can pay monthly or annually, and, and actually so far 80% of people have paid the annual fee, which is incredible. And I think what people are really wanting are some skills, some personal development is really important for people now. Uh, but what they want is small intimate groups, and, and I think, I know we all believe in that hugely, but I think, you know, whatever you're doing in your own business lives out there, just consider the fact that people are really wanting to invest in themselves and their business, and and have deep conversations in small intimate groups. And that's what has given me a lot of momentum that this week. It's been my busiest week, I think, for a long time, actually. I agree with you, Sam. It doesn't feel like it's Thursday. It's like, oh, my God, how have we got here? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree that I think some of my clients are telling me they're quite well off because they haven't been on holiday. And so they're using a bit of money to invest. Uh, in their and you know, update technology, update equipment, that kind of thing. So, you know, uh, money is going somewhere, but not necessarily in holidays and clothes um, as it used to. It's yeah. just shifted to a different place. We were trying desperately to get a plumber, and he he was so booked up. We actually had to offer him double pay to get him to come to us. And he said, because everybody's investing in their houses and getting new new bathrooms, new kitchens at the moment, and people are spending money. And I think it's really important we just look 
look for, for those sorts of people that are needing to spend money on what we all deliver and you know what everybody in the audience delivers and there's certainly no scarcity thinking with me because i am still keeping <laughs> happy pills because I'm still looking out all the time at the moment so my, my long long birthday will soon be coming to a close but yes go out have coffee yeah. it's all out there still. Let, let's make hay while we can and so someone who did make hay <laughs> you see what I did there that seamless segue uh, uh, while the lockdown was on is the business titan who is Liz Oh no, come on, let's have it. Um, she is an award-winning serial portfolio entrepreneur, mum of two young teens, and she demonstrates remarkable resilience in that, I've got your little bio here, <laughs> luxury maternity and baby boutique in West London in 2003 while pregnant, as well as facing the rioters that descended on Ealing in 2011. <laughs> And then she battled 18 months of breast cancer treatment last year. And while shielding this this year, she came up with a brilliant idea for a business. So it can be done, which is called Remote Revolution. And it's an online site looking at everything to do with working from home. And this is mantra is, and I love this. It doesn't matter whether your glass is half empty or half full, it just needs topping up. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome Liz you're our first Thank guest you. well done well, hats off to you that in the middle of this extraordinary existential global crisis you had a light bulb moment tell us about that okay so lockdown inspired me to think about all those people now all office workers who were previously in an office now being forced to work from home and all the issues that um, manifests. And we are now going to a remote revolution. The office landscape has been changed forever. We won't see offices change forever, but we certainly see how um, people will work from home. And what my idea is, is that I want to support remote workers. So in the same way, if you think back to the Industrial Revolution where workers were in their own homes with no health or safety or regulation and, you know, nasty company owners taking advantage, I want to be the, the, the spokesperson for remote working. Does that make sense? It does. Fantastic. So what would people expect by visiting the website? What are you setting out to do there? Okay, so I'm an early startup. I'm, you know, the business will evolve, but at the moment it's a hub. So it's got news, views, product launches, and a few collaborations. And I'm starting to do a bit of affiliate marketing with it. Um, it probably will grow, and it probably will maybe you know transcend into something else. It might become a community platform. It might become a membership site. So at the moment, I'm at this um, that early startup where uh, early startup stage where I'm looking at, at all the options. But there are so many directions it could go in, um, and it covers so many different areas. I absolutely love it, Liz, and it, it, your I love your attitude, which is uh, flexible, keeping your mind open, and letting it be organic. 
And, you know, as we are all having to be with the current situation, because any resistance is futile with the bond, as they say in the bond community. Yeah. If you start pushing against what's happening out there, you're the loser. So yeah. keep a very open mind of how this will grow, and the fluid, the fluid approach is key yes. here. Now, I yeah. know that Ms. have got some great burning questions for you. So, yes. Kim, would you like to uh, start with asking Liz something about her fabulous idea? You're on mute, my darling. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. Sorry, I was I was trying to make sure that there wasn't too much background noise so that we didn't miss you speaking and then totally forgot to take myself off it, the consummate professional that I am. Um, so, so Liz, such an amazing, amazing journey and so topical right now as we move into the new world, yeah. which is going to be an augmentation, isn't it, of, of remote and non-remote. Yeah. So I'd love to hear more about kind of what is your long-term vision and... and who do you want to really connect with? So I want to be the number one port of call for employers. So when they're looking to have um, to look after their remote workforce, I want them to be able to come to my site and get all the information, resource and support that they need. I'd like to become um, almost like a political voice for um, remote workers. And I also want to have a waiting list of brands that want to work with me so i guess three things in there so reputation number one port core spokesperson and brands wanting to work with me queuing up at the door lovely fantastic yeah. dear santa claus please bring liz yeah. <laughs> i love her um sam would you like to ask liz a question i think um well, I've actually got lots of questions that have oh, been about your resilience and about the riots. And but if we keep yes. the topic, um, then no, ask me. Ask me anyway. <laughs> okay. So okay, I'll get to the really gritty stuff then. Tell okay. me about the riots. How did that affect your business? How did that, you know, how did oh, you remain yeah. so resilient through that? I mean, that is just absolutely fascinating for me. Yeah, it was horrendous. I just got a call that night and. Um, I went down to the shop and Ealing looked like a war zone and I was actually personally, I wasn't attacked, but my car was surrounded by 20 people. Um, it was very scary. Um, I managed to get home and then went back at sort of five o'clock the next morning and there was this eeriness around mm -hmm. Ealing at that time. It was almost like a fog and... You know, you could smell, you know, the cars burning. Um, yeah, it was very, very bleak. And my, my business was just turned upside down overnight. Um, the support from the community was amazing. The support from the business community was amazing. But it made me really think um, the long-term strategy for having the shop. Um, and whilst I, I had been successful, I was suffering from online retailers and it made me take the, the business in a different direction and I became an online retailer myself and then I went into wholesale and distribution and became a brand um, an, an agent for the brands that I was previously selling. So a lot of the European brands worked with me. And I had some success with that. I got into John Lewis and Harrods with that, but then found going up and down the motorway as an agent is not great when you've got a family. So mm. I then had an idea to start an online trade um, magazine for the maternity industry, connecting brands and buyers, and I had a virtual showroom. 
so that was good so it was all great until 2018 and then i got the cancer so then life took that change again so resilience is something that's not new to you liz so what would you say to everybody watching us now that you know we, we that's a word that we're all just it's the bug word isn't it everybody yeah. says you have to be more resilient how do you become more resilient what did you do i think it's just important to one step at a time just keep going and not be afraid to take a risk because you just never know how something's going to turn out so i think resilience for me is about being yeah being brave really being brave and trying to quash that inner voice that might be giving you all the reasons not to do something and all the worry and the stress of something but i think you just have to take that deep inner breath and and just try and move forward even if it's a little a little step at a time but uh you know dealing with a cancer day on you know just getting out of bed was sometimes a struggle but you just have to put one step in front of the other and just keep going and just do your best to try and look at the positives in, in everything mm. i wanted to say liz how brilliant you were at, at redesigning business but also you chose to do some kind of social work and that you worked with restorative justice with some of those rioters. Would yeah. you mind giving us a tiny bit about that? Yeah, okay, so I'll give you one example. Um, so one of the um, one of the rioters was a, uh, a girl of, of 16 with, um, with no parents to look after her. She was looking after by her brother. She was in the wrong time wrong place at the wrong time and she got caught in my shop so we we agreed that she would we, we would all start take part in a restorative justice program whereby we would meet and she would then understand the the, the chaos that she caused and for her and for me it was such a cathartic experience because it mm. turned her life around she was no longer invisible she was no longer on the edge of society she had youth workers who were working with her she got into college and she got qualifications and it actually the positive that came out of that was it changed her life forever and i'm you know i'm privileged to have been part of that even though she was, you know, involved in criminal activity against me. So me as the victim became part of her of her journey. Um, so so that is a really a positive that came forward from that. Wow. It was quite raw to deal with at the time, but uh, so, I'm glad I did it. So inspirational, Liz. Yeah. Really. I'm sure it looks like Penny's itching to ask. <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't hear that. Did you pass to me? I said it's your turn, Penny. You look like you're oh. to ask some questions. Yeah, I've got, like Sam, I've got a lot of questions. I mean, amazing. What What's so interesting about what you're talking about, which so resonates with so many people, is this having to pivot after adversity and, yeah. and find the strength inside to find that creativity, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, so I'm quite curious to know what what are your drivers? Have you found that your drivers in life, your motivations, have shifted as you've pivoted? What what's what's sort of driving? Oh, um, yeah, I guess from you know moving from corporate career to uh, I had a marketing career before I had the shops, and then going through retail. Um, 
I guess it's just always learning. I, I, my motivation is just trying to um, always, always learn and to be the best I can possibly be in my field. So I wanted to have the best luxury maternity shop before there were any. Um, and I, I wanted to have a really good, you know, I, I guess I'm just striving all the time to be the best I can possibly be. Yeah, that's really good. But what and what also comes across especially with your story about that young girl is your you must have strong levels of empathy and understanding and about around people. So while you're building remote revolution, you know, what is what is it you feel are the main struggles that, that remote workers are facing now? I think especially remote working works on two levels you have the group of people where it works really well those people that don't like commuting that they have a family life they need to juggle remote working is brilliant for that group but another group particularly young workers who are used to having you know mentors and shadowing people and all that soft stuff that you can't that you you, you can't train you just you just learn it when you're on the job um, it's feelings of isolation, it's no personal interaction, it's, um, you know, you're, you're sat at your desk, you get Zoom fatigue from nine till five, meetings after meetings with no proper break, you might have a workspace that's not adequate, you know, it's not meeting health and safety regulations. All those regulations are in place, but some companies just aren't following them. And there's nobody checking around, going around to people's houses and checking if they're just on the edge of a bed or if they're in a proper workspace. So mm. that's what I feel. Um, that's why why I think remote workers need a need a voice, and I want to be. Yeah. That and, and do you feel because I've actually witnessed in us in our own family, my son was mm -hmm. a big consulting firm, and he's now today is his first day of being self-employed um, because oh. he exactly that from March it's a fantastic company but he did yeah. exactly that you know he was on zoom all day his his interaction his creativity his he's you know very personable all those things you know he felt that if I can't really do that in an office environment I need to go out on my own and carve out that level of freedom for myself now and so yeah. it's really interesting because I think there is a massive mental fitness aspect yeah yeah Shift. Not only that, with this young group, I mean, I'm sort of intrigued how I could support you with this because I, I love building community and I understand, I can see your vision, is, is also, you know, how are they going to meet their loved ones? How are they going to fall in love? How are they going to have dates? You know, yeah. I just see yeah. this this loneliness for that group being huge. And, and um, so I love, love the thought of what you're doing and the passion behind it. I really do congratulate you on that. Really do, oh. and I think sort of following on from that, I think we will see, um, like I said, the landscape change somewhat, and you know, high streets will become much more important as places of work. I think empty shops will become co working, hot desking hubs where people that can't work at home will go yeah. and work, you know, wherever you are, whether it's rural or in a city. Um, yeah. And I think that's going to be really important. I think, you know, then it'll be up to companies to make sure that physical events, you know, post-COVID, that physical yeah. events are, are are regular. Yeah, well, I definitely want to pick that up with you, Liz, because I've actually got a conversation with the minister coming up on the 23rd of October about that exact subject. So I would... Oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah. so I think it's. I think what you're saying, and I love that we're getting behind you on this movement around supporting remote workers because we'll all know people. It'll either be our children or our, you know, our spouses or our. Yeah. We'll all know people that are feeling this level of disconnect in their yeah. life now. And, um, yeah. and one thing all of us love to do is connect. So you, you've got us all behind you here, Liz. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I think there's, um, Liz, there's some amazing stats that hopefully should support you. So the Mental Health Organisation of the UK um, announced earlier um, last month that I think it's one in 6.8 employed people in the UK are now suffering from mental health oh, challenges. Yeah. And 12.7% of absences yes. could actually be related to um, mental health. And then I don't know if you saw the LinkedIn research that was um, out this week which said that 69% of C-suite executives are finding leading right now to be the toughest challenge they've had of their career, and that 52% oh. of them have gone on to doubt their ability to lead. So, you know, the, the yeah. impacts of working remotely yes. is at all levels, and it's creating such a yeah. disconnect. So the work you're doing is just so invaluable at mm. all levels across yeah. organisations globally. Yeah. So um, we've got our full support in how we can help do more. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Actually, Kim, Kim, your expertise, because Kim has shared a lot with us about her, lead, you know, helping leaders adapt to a remote workforce. And I think that, that there's a huge amount there to share with, with Liz around that, because if you're wanting corporates involved, Liz, there's a lot of people who will need to have the skills to know how to retain staff yeah. and have people yeah. like, you know, my son who's now left. And so it's a really important subject. But not only for corporates, also for SMEs who yeah. rely yeah. on good leadership yeah. to steer their ship. And, you know, these leaders, like I said last week, have not come across these challenges before. And they need help with how to engage, how to motivate. When, yes. Like we said, we've hit this six-month wall and people need to learn um, how to adapt and get round it in a new leadership style and it's something yeah. that many many leaders not only in corporates but SMEs are really struggling with. Yeah, mm. yeah. As, as a life coach I see the health and well-being side of this is so important and whereas you might work for a great organisation that gives you those packages yeah they're not able to access them now they're working from home so a lot of entrepreneurs were freelancers or, or solo entrepreneurs that are so used to working at home well, people have always gone, gone to work. It's very hard to have personal and professional boundaries of your time. Yeah. To have a proper lunch, to take exercise, to have breaks. And it, it's like uh, presenteeism, always being on the computer till midnight. It's not good. So address the health and well-being side of this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's... Um, sorry, Kim. Sorry, no, you go ahead. I'll, I'll follow. I was just going to say about creativity as well, because I know when it came to March, everybody was so creative and there were so many Zoom quizzes and all sorts of different things going on. But I think everybody feels like they've done that to death now. Um, everybody is just Zoomed out. So how do you keep teams engaged and how do you be more creative? Again, you know, that's something that I'm, I'm finding coming into my session that they're struggling with. Yeah, no, absolutely. And sorry, the only thing I was going to add was, you know, we have got some amazing employee assistance programs that are out there. But the research shows that actually people that really need help often don't know how to ask for it. And a lot of our existing employee assistance programs 
are prevalated on you taking that step yourself. You know, they give you a number, yeah. but you've got to go and engage. And because we're seeing these challenges in the leadership teams, the question is how likely are leaders to be going to take advantage of, of those? So I think there's a there's a real need for us to do something yeah. differently. Again, back to the mental health organization stats, they, they're suggesting that doing something differently could be worth eight billion pounds in the UK uh, economy alone, and not to mention mm. the huge benefits that would have. So I think, you know, your timeliness, uh, Liz, and how critical yeah. it is for us to provide more support right now is, is, yeah. is spot on. Yeah. Have we shared this um, website? We, we got that so that people can get behind yeah. this. I shared it at the top. I do have to apologise oh, for the fact that a minute into the programme, we've lost um, connection with Facebook. And despite desperately trying to reconnect, um, <laughs> it looks like there's a there's an issue through, um, unfortunately, the, the StreamYard app. So I've just posted on Facebook that they can catch us on YouTube. And I'll make sure that I share all I the links that. and the recorded part to Facebook as soon as this is finished. So anybody that was trying to watch us on that, I'm very sorry. <laughs> you are amazing, Kim, the way you just <laughs> You, you sort it there and then. You're amazing. So calmly. I know. <laughs> exactly. Which is a, yeah, another point. When you work from home, tech issues are a nightmare. Oh, yes. so, you, know, you don't yeah. have the IT department come around with a, a toolbox and sort you out. Um, you're having to sort out a lot of things yourself, you know. So, Liz, we wish you all the very best with this. And what we're going to do now is quickly go around the room and share a business tip of the week a little a little meme to say you know this is what works for us maybe you can think of one too some little tips to share with our viewers today um so we would like to start Kim if you've got a tip to share um yeah so I think my I think my tip is particularly when you're working remotely I think we've unfortunately used the term social distancing and we need to be physically distanced and socially connected. So my tip is to make sure that you create an opportunity for yourself and your team to socialise in some way, even if that's just a virtual pub on a WhatsApp group where you've got that opportunity to just drop in and talk about, I don't know, the box set that you're, that you're watching or the virtual pub quiz that you found. But it really does go a massive way. You know, I work for myself at home and actually I've join a virtual pub quiz with my two best friends once a week and just that opportunity to socially connect really does help lift the spirits so I would say even if you zoomed out try and find something that allows you to socially connect yeah. oh, uh, can I follow that um Caroline because yeah. <laughs> what I was going to say shares the same message about community and about not being on your own even though you might be working remotely and the government are spending and funding huge amounts of money millions of pounds on peer group learning right now so if you're an SME or you're a leader in a corporate or business owner in a corporate then you can access these peer groups all around the country, which again will give you some sense of community and belonging and and support as well. Link to share that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Penny, Penny, what have you got for us this week? Do you know about um, thirty years ago? I went on a Brian Tracy course. Thomas actually bought it for me, and the two of us went on it together when we just started dating. What thirty-one years ago. One thing he talked about is how people have a gunny sack, he called it, like a rucksack on their back, and they load up all their things in and they never mm -hmm. empty it. 
and they end up feeling like they're really heavy, you know. And um, so I've had a conversation with a few people this week that are definitely carrying stuff they need to get rid of, whether it's, you know, fear, whether it's and some of that's imagined, whether it's, you know, belief systems around skills they could learn, um, you know, they've lost their mojo, you know, all these things they're carrying around. And I just think if you feel like you're carrying stuff that's limiting you, start really sort of listing out what those things are and find ways. I mean, there are so many ways that you can get help. I mean, Caroline is the best life coach I've ever met. You know, there are so many ways that you can actually start to empty that sack so that you can start filling that with really positive stuff. Yeah. Brilliant. Unload your garlic sack. Unload your garlic sack. Liz, a nice little tip for us today. I think for everybody just to remember to take a proper lunch break. Yeah. You know, get up from your desk, go outside, go for a walk, whatever it is. Just go and, you know, do an online yoga class or some mindfulness, but just take that break because it's just too easy just to keep going and keep going and eat at your desk. And so I think just to take a proper break. Thank you. I was going to say similar. Professional and personal boundaries. Know when to start your day. Also know when to end your day. And have those breaks. Practice radical self-care because nobody in the world is going to do it for you. You have to do it yourself. Yeah. So let's all do that. Let's all have a lovely lunch. Let's go for a walk. It's sunny, you know. And I think it's about, this is what gives you resilience: is practicing yeah. tips of self-care, unloading the gully sack, whatever a gully sack is. Um, <laughs> we've all got one time to, to declutter it. So thank you, everybody for joining us today, but a special thanks to the truly awesome business titles. Next week at one o'clock. And Kim, where are we? Okay, so you can, Liz, it's been a delight to meet you. Sorry, before before I just go straight into where you can connect with us again. Um, So you can find us on www.businessblondes.tv and we're also on all social um, platforms as Business Blondes TV. So we would love you to connect. We'd love to hear um, your thoughts and stories. I'll make sure that we have got the recording of these in all places, including Facebook, and we'll get that sorted for next week. And I will also include all the ways that you can contact um, Liz, as I'm sure, if, like us, yeah. you will be inspired by today. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. I loved Thank it. I loved it today. Thank you for hosting it as well, Caroline. It was brilliant. Fantastic yeah. guest. Fabulous. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.